Oh, so I'm looking at, at the leaders of MLS stats in various categories. Um, like goals, assists, headed goals, penalty goals, own goals. Yeah. Yes, there's only one person on the list. Alex Can of FC Cincinnati. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous napping pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes oh, we've got And hello, it is another oh, episode of The Pros from Dover My name is Matt, that's Jim Hey Matt, how are you doing? I'm well, how are you? I'm good, I went to Costco today and I bought golf balls Well, good for you, that'll serve us well tomorrow when we go golfing Yes Because um, I'm going to end up losing a bunch of golf balls Because I remember the course we're playing And it is <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a little tough As they say, a spicy meatball So, um, we're not here to talk about golf We're here to talk about the Columbus Crew soccer team how about that? Yes. A lot of stuff coming up tonight, so we're going to talk about that. We'll go around the league. We're going to talk about the next match. And then I have a, a very special game for you this evening. Oh, boy. Uh, it is uh, Pokemon or J-League mascot. Okay. So we will we will do all of that here in a little bit. I do want to, right off the rip, uh, say thank you to uh, Tim Martin from Redtail Design uh, for our logo. Uh, we did not thank him until the very end of the last episode. Um, and uh, so I wanted to just kind of get it. Right, right, right in the right in the beginning. Uh, he also runs Ohio is home. Uh, definitely check out his shirts. He's based out of Athens. Super cool dude. And thank you so much, Tim, um, for uh, your help with the show. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the Columbus Crew. Uh, Toronto FC comes to town on a snowy, cold game. Um, people have said, in, in, a couple of people said this on, on online, that it was the, the coldest crew game ever, which regular season maybe, but I would see the Toronto FC game and um, bet probably the Premier League, or not Premier League, excuse me, the Champions League game against Salt Lake City. That was cold. Um, that was that the half the stadium was covered under a sheet of ice. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cold. The also, also the Toronto game in I want to say it was 2012, um, where the girl that kind of looked like Marie flashed the camera but wasn't Marie. Yes, uh, that was also really really cold. But I don't have the. Um, you know, full on, full on stats on it. Um, yeah, there was a um, well. The the MLS Cup final in 2015 was pretty damn cold too. <laughs> yeah, I was so drunk I don't remember the vast majority of that game. Well, that one of the one of the nice things. <laughs> of, 
one of the nice things about that game is that the stadium was packed, so just the the transference of body heat kind yes. of helped. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Jimenez for uh, Toronto scores early in this one. Uh, Zellerin and Etienne come back and score in the 56th and 65th minute, uh, respectively, to give the crew the win. Um, crew get uh, seven shots on target. Toronto's got six. Uh, Toronto does control possession, but not by much. Um, and quite honestly, you know, kind of a normal day at the office. I, yeah, I mean, and, it, and Michael Bradley got booed. Michael Bradley did get booed, which... Yes. So, yeah, so... Good um, for Michael. Yeah, so we had... Um, we had discussed what the starting lineup was going to be, and it was the exact same starting lineup as, as the previous match. Yeah. So, in that case, you were right, and no. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. The other thing was we had score predictions. Yes. And I was right and you and Matt or you and Ryan were wrong. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, whatever. I mean, the yeah. points don't matter and the <laughs> and everything's made up. Yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. made up. Yeah. Um I do want to I do want to talk about this. Um so well, there's, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to go with the the you, you the rumblings of uh um, the the Jossie Zardes trade rumors. Well, that's that's what I wanted to talk. Yeah, about. I, I want to talk about that right off the rip. Um, here's my here's my big problem, and and you you can probably talk me down to talk me down to earth about this. But when you are somebody who is a writer who is employed by Major League Soccer, yes. Why the fuck you talking trade rumors? Um, well, because it's your job to generate an interest in the league and to yes. generate contact. Exactly. Contact. But but is it but but is it genuine? Because you either know it or you're just stirring shit. Because you're employed by the league. It is a single entity league. I, I, I see so what what basically what you're saying is this this person uh-huh. is being told to either write about something as if it were a rumor, although they know it is probably kind of a fact. Yes. Or write about something that as if it's a rumor, but it's complete bullshit. And they, but either way, they know it. Either way, they know the answer to the to the question. And this is what I, and I've had. I've had. I mean, you know my uh, history on. Uh, <laughs> Massive report in in, in <laughs> yeah. other places, um, just just getting very upset at people like Simon Borg. Uh, even though I like I like Simon, right? Uh, I, I, I well, it's it's I mean yeah. it's it's kind of a bullshit thing, and it's like either they're either we're going to trade him or we're not. Yeah, and we're only guessing. Well, so the 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 whole thing is is that that there can be interest from other teams because he's not starting right now. It doesn't mean he's necessarily on the block. Yeah, and so we had this conversation last week. Yeah, and not to not to relitigate everything that we said last week, but there's any number of reasons why he's not starting. Yeah, and we don't know, and we're probably never going to know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I just I just think it's weird. Um, I understand internet is fickle. Yes, I understand uh, fandom is fickle. Yeah, uh, and I understand that there is a ooh shiny new thing. Let's wish the old thing down the memory hole, you know. Like 
Like, and, and I, I see people tweeting a lot about, uh, yeah, no, Barry's, Barry's the guy. Get rid of Zardes. Um, yeah. Go back to the, um, and I, I'm trying to remember the, uh, I think it was the old El Paso uh, tortilla commercial, Cape Ordos. Yeah. Uh, I think it's better if we have both. Uh, and I understand that Zardes is making designated player money. He is an older player, and he deserved that money. I, I Miguel Barry does deserve designated player money if he continues to perform at where uh, at the at the level that he is performing, and he, uh, you know, and we have a contract renewal with him. Yeah, or, well, or he well, renegotiates his contract or whatever. Okay, well, Barry didn't score this past match, and if I remember correctly, he didn't score in the match before that either. Yeah. So, I know that he scored a lot of goals last season, and, I, I'm, and I'm not trying to denigrate Miguel Barry. That's not what I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I but, understand but that. He, um, everyone is acting as if Barry can carry the load of being our starting center forward to take us to the playoffs and all that sort of stuff. And one, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. But two. What happens even if he is that person and he gets injured? Exactly. And some... Okay, sorry, I just need to complete this thought. Mm. And the idea that we only need one or the other but not both is not an acceptable answer for a team whose fan base expects us to challenge for MLS Cup every season. I agree with you. Uh, I, I and, and I... Uh, clarifying what I said earlier is that I don't think that um, I don't know if Miguel Barry deserves designated player money right now. Yeah, what I I'm know. saying what I'm saying is is that there there he is could. the there is the 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 rumblings on the internet and and he could potentially I think that he will be a, a, an integral part of this team for years to come if we're able to keep him on and and I think that he will. Uh, I think he will score a lot of goals for us, um, but I also don't think that you you throw the baby out with the bathwater right now. Like like Zardes is a proven commodity. He is a, a player that is challenging for a national team spot. Yeah. Um, and I I completely understand why um, you know Caleb Porter is is starting Barry right now um, because he is he is. The guy that has been starting, yes, Zardes doesn't seem upset. No, I have no. I have heard no rumblings. I don't know where we would hear such rumblings. Again, you know, this is one of the, the sort of the frustrating things. I would imagine about being an MLS fan for most MLS teams is that, you know, there are not. If you're an Arsenal fan. And you live in London. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of journalists who literally their job is to report on the team you support. Mm-hmm. Um, and given that weight of scrutiny, things are found out that are going on in the locker room in a way that will never happen, at least for the Columbus crew. Probably not for most, if any, other MLS team. And that's just, it used to frustrate the hell out of me, and now I just deal with it. Yeah. So, 
again, we don't know we don't know the relationship between Zardes and Porter. We don't know the relationship between Zardes and the rest of the locker room. And you know, we just sort of have to accept this black box because that's just the way it is. It's frustrating, but it's just the way it is. Here's the problem that I have. It's a it's a problem that I have with the mentality of the fan base. And so I was interacting with um, a fellow podcaster, shall we say. And you can name people. It's Darby. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> um, no, don't talk about Darby. Oh, my God. Yes. How dare you? Anyway. <laughs> and, and, you know, he has this attitude that, well, if we, get, if we sell or trade uh, Zardes, then... W- what do we use that that money or or whatever for? And basically, his attitude was, "Well, we've got central defense locked down." And I'm like, "How do we have central defense locked down?" And his his response was, "Well, we have we have Mensa, who's on basically he's not a DP anymore, but he's a quasi DP, and then an uh, uh, international." Yeah. And I think that especially for positions up the spine. Yeah. With the with the exception, I think of goalkeeper because goalkeepers tend to not get injured. Knock I th- on wood. I think that, especially for positions up the spine, what we need, what a team needs, is the n plus one of quality players, mm-hmm. where n is the number of players you start at that position. Yeah. That means. We need a third central defender as good as the ones we're starting. Yeah. We need a second defensive midfielder as good as the one we're starting. Yeah. We need a second, whatever position you want to say, uh, Nagby plays, as mm. good as the one we're starting. Yeah. We need a second center forward as good as the one we're starting. Yeah. And and saying that, oh, well, we only need one or the other of... of, um, of Crap, Zardes or yeah. or, or Barry, or Barry yeah. is that no? We need we need, we need at a, least we need at least two. We at least yeah. So this is this is where I want to I want to go in. And the guy the guy's name I I I, I blanked on it. It wasn't intentional, but yeah, whatever. It was Tom Bogert or Bogert. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. He he works for Major League Soccer. Mm-hmm. He writes articles for Major League Soccer. He's quote unquote MLS insider, which is as genuine to me as me saying that I am the insider for the brewery I work for. Like, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. Oh, hey, will we release a new IPA next month? Well, yeah, probably because I already know it's on the fucking calendar. Um, but it, it's it's. The Columbus crew are open. This is me quoting from MajorLeagueSoccerSoccer.com. The Columbus crew are open to trading center forward Jossie's artists. Sources tell MLSSoccer.com. Sources across the league said soccer was at the very least available. Okay. So this is a nothing burger of a story. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because honestly, if somebody offered the crew, you know, $15 million for Jossie Zardes tomorrow, he's available. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's 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 so one of the things that I absolutely hate about this league, just genuinely hate, is that there is this inferiority complex where we have to create our own, you know, quote unquote we, meaning the the the, the league office mm-hmm. has to create their own hype. 
to make this league a thing. And then the thing is, is that in in not to besmirch our good friends at Massive Report or our friends at the Columbus Dispatch, because it wasn't just Massive Report that bid on this, yeah. is that everybody else writes an article about this essentially trap car. Mm-hmm. Essentially, somebody somebody left a Ferrari in, in a lot on Nationwide Boulevard, and it said, hey, the stereo's free and there's no alarm. And then everybody else wrote a goddamn article about it. Yeah, well, this kind of goes back to the 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 problem. Okay, I don't want to I don't want to harp on this too much. Yeah, but, but this goes back to what I was saying about a problem with the league is that the league controls the information so heavily. Yeah, that. But so that buzz or rumors or or whatever are never they're they're never ever going to be created organically. It's yeah. just never going to happen. Yeah. It's it's not like it's not like Duncan Auten is going to get drunk at Ruby's and say, "Oh, well, we might be trading Zardes." Yeah. That that just doesn't happen. God, I miss Duncan Auten drunk I anywhere. I know. Oh, we I were know. talking about Duncan earlier. Yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah, I know. Duncan, I love you. I miss you. Yes. Uh, please come back from DC. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, and come on the podcast. It'd yeah, be great. Please. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's never going to happen. So the league has to create. It's it's like they have to create club culture artificially yeah. because because. There's no club culture at Nashville because it's too new a team, yeah. and it takes it takes a century for club culture to get developed in the way that it. There's cl- barely club, and and people will <laughs> yell at me for this. There's barely club culture at Columbus. Well, no, I mean I agree completely. Yeah, yeah. there's there's and, and Columbus is a team, and and I'll I'll tur- turn this right around and say it was the first professional team in the history of any anything that saved itself. Like yeah. that is that is not a discount on the Columbus crew. I think anybody listening to this show understands where I'm coming from here. But there is not that history. There is not that you know, uh, parents taking kids to games for for generations and learning all of the the, the history and, and all that sort of stuff. It's not like that yet. And right. It's not a bad thing because no, it's, we, we well, couldn't have that. Okay. This so. Several years ago, I will try to not digress too much. Several yeah. years ago, I was um, I was meeting with um, um, crap um, uh, Mark McCullers, yeah, the former president and general manager of the team. I think it's pronounced McCullers, but go ahead. But okay, yeah. And so he was kind of decrying this thing. He's like, well, you know what? It's very. He was basically he was just. I don't know why he was opening up to me about this sort of shit. Because um, you wore a tie. I wore a tie, and I also went to the University of Kentucky, so yes. I was a kindred spirit. Yeah. Anyway, so he's sort of opening up to me and talking about how difficult it was to sort of sell the team and sell the league because we don't have this history. And he specific he name checked Arsenal, and he's like, we we just don't have the history that a team like Arsenal does, and it's very difficult. And I said. You're right, but look at it the other way. You are looking at someone who has been to every significant event in the history of this team. Yeah. I got in on the ground floor. I can say that when this happened, I was there. When that happened, I was there. There's no fucking way you can sell Arsenal that way because they're too old. Yeah. 
So yeah. what you're doing is you're selling a product that is new and that you can create. You, what you are selling is the ability to create that club culture. And what he did was he took all that information <laughs> that you gave him and consulted on FC Cincinnati. I know. <laughs> he made the Nederlanders a bunch of money. So good for you, Jim. Wait, way to go. Good job. Um, no, I, I'm an influencer. I, Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, let's take a break. Um, yeah, do we have anything else we want to talk about with the Toronto game? Like, Not like, really. I'm, I'm happy we won. Yeah. Um, first yeah, place. We're, we're top of the league? Yeah, top of the league. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Uh, we we want to go around the league after this. We're going to uh, do a couple more things, and uh, we'll be back. Yep. We're the pros from Dover. Stick around. And we're back. It is segment two of the pros from Dover. That's Jim. I'm Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, you ready to play this game? Oh yeah, we're playing the game. We're not going around the league. Yeah, that's fine. We're playing the game. Well, and then we're going to go around the league. We're okay, going to do. We're going to do both. Okay. Um, and so this game is Pokemon versus mascot. So this is this is the game. The name of the game is uh, J League mascot or Pokemon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name. And you are going to tell me whether or not this is a mascot of a J League team, or this is a Pokemon. Okay. So uh, we're going to start off. Uh, it's it's we're going to start with five. Okay. So five oh. total. Okay. Um, if you get, apparently someone was murdered upstairs just now. But um, <laughs> we've now you, become an Agatha Christie. If you play. get them, you you get your chips that I forgot to grab you during the intermission. Okay, fine. If I get how many? If you get, um, let's say, we'll say three out of five. Sounds um, good. And then we'll, if you if you're having fun, we'll we'll keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one uh, that we're gonna go is uh, Giran. 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 Pokemon. Wrong. J League mascot. Uh, this is for uh, Garanzes uh, Kikishasu. Uh, I am going to mangle these pronunciations. He is a Saunders gull. He is wearing a yellow headband and has an anchor tattoo on his right wing. Was known as Wavy before the team changed his name or changed its name. Okay. So that is uh, over one at yes. this point. Yes. Um, next one is Reverun. Pokemon. Also wrong. It is a J-League mascot for Tokyo Verde. Damn a bird-like mascot introduced in 2020, uh, 2020. It replaced Verde-kun, a condor-like figure, which became a, quote, honorary mascot. I don't believe <laughs> any of this. Uh, third one, uh, Mudkip. Uh, mascot. Wrong. Pokemon. <laughs> Here's the problem: is I did not actually look up all the Pokemon. I only know the uh, ones that. Um... <laughs> so uh, I want to say thank you uh, to my my good friend Janet, um, to our uh, friend Ethan, uh, who is going to be on a future podcast. He was supposed to be on a previous one. Uh, he is a uh, baseball reporter for. Um, one of the Cleveland sports blogs that I will remember the name of in just a second, and Ira, who all helped me out with the uh, the Pokemon names because I am old. Um, all right, uh, next one is going to be Starly. Starly Pokemon. 
You are correct. Yes, so <laughs> one for four here, Jim. Yes. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Jeffy. Jeffy? Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Wrong. J-League mascot. J-E-F United Chiba. Jeffy and Unity are two Akita-like dog figures. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, one for five at this point. Do you want to keep going? We got. We got. I, I have more. I we are the people. And then there's Scott, who is fuck St. Patrick. He's an Englishman. <laughs> Scott, who is leaving Ruby's, and it makes me very sad. Uh, I'm very sad too. I would, yes. I would just tell everybody uh, before April first, you should uh, come in and uh, say hello to Mr. Scott. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll do five more. Five more. If okay. I can, if 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 as an intermission, I can explain to you if you are not familiar with it. Um, do you remember the TV show on Comedy Central called Viva Variety? No. Uh, some people who from the state who ended up doing uh, uh, Reno 911. Mm-hmm. It was a fake European variety show. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. And so they had they had um, they had things like this um, where it was like audience participation con uh, things like Klingon or Galliano where. Where models would come out wearing an outfit, and the person had to guess whether it was either an outfit from a Star Trek movie worn by a Klingon or something designed by the um, Italian designer Galliano. I love this. Yes. Yes. So my favorite one was Plant or Animal, uh-huh. where you heard something screaming, and you had to... <laughs> no, literally... They played a short snippet of something screaming, and you had to guess whether it was the screams of a wild animal or Led Zeppelin lead singer Robert Plant. <laughs> oh, that's the best thing ever. It really yes. was. All right. We're getting back into it. Get another one for you. Cinderace. Cinderace? Cinderace. Um, 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 uh, uh, Pokemon. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Two for uh, six now. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to go back into this, and uh, we're going to say... Uh, where is it here? Sorry. Giran. Oh, Pokemon. Wrong. Uh, that is a uh, J-League mascot. Uh, Giran Skits... Uh, I'm sorry. Giran Vance. Uh, Kakitushu, I think? Sure. Yeah. I actually already did this one. Never mind. You got it wrong twice. There we go. <laughs> so we're not going to count that. Uh, Rockacoon. Mascot. It is correct. Yes. Well done. Uh, that one is a combination of a uh, rock... Uh, I don't even know what that is. Rock Batargeman. In uh, a Japanese Sero, the mascot was created based on the mascots of the two football clubs that were merged into Kataler Toyama. Sure. Yes. Because those uh, are actual real words. Those are real words. All right. Uh, next one, Bayleaf. Bayleaf? Mm-hmm. Like the singular of bay leaves? Bayleaf. Bayleaf. Mascot. Wrong. Pokemon. Fair enough. <laughs> next one, um, Piplup. Pokemon. Correct. Yes. And one more. Yes. We're going to go over to this list. Sangus. Sangus. Mascot. Wrong. Pokemon. Fair enough. So I don't remember how many you got. You know what? You should uh, tweet at us at Finest Kind and tell me what the final score of this was because I wasn't paying that much attention and I didn't really care that I think much. I got four out of ten. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. So that's a failure. 
Um, it's only it's only slightly worse than random. I mean, for real, right? Yeah. Okay, it's it's it's. So I have another one that I want to do at some point, and it's going to be locations in the Fallout universe or nicknames for soccer stadiums. Okay. Which I think would be kind of fun. Uh, I think you might you might do a little bit better at that one. Nicknames for soccer stadiums or locations in the Fallout universe. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what that is. Oh, oh, the f- Fallout, like the like the video game where like the world gets nuked and yeah so like like you know five years from now it's fine okay yeah i played this quiz on sporkle the other day where it showed you um two uniforms and you and they were rivals in the same city and you had to guess what city it was oh neat okay yeah and i got all but two Mm because i didn't get bristol oh and i didn't get seville Okay. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I correct. Here's the thing. I correctly guessed that one of the teams was Real Betis, but I did. I thought Real Betis played in Madrid. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's go around the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah we're yeah, going to yeah. talk about uh, all these games that are ha- uh, that that just happened. Uh, first one that we'll talk about is uh, NYCFC uh, versus Montreal, four to one NYCFC. Yeah. Go League champs. I know they. Uh, they are the league champs, right? They are. Okay. Yes. Uh, they got uh, two on the board before Montreal could respond, and then they scored another two. Um, New York kind of running away with it. This was also uh, this was the game where the world's smallest championship banner was unveiled. That's right. It was wallet sized. Mm-hmm. Yes, as, as as Matt takes a, a chug of his beer, what's I left do, of it? Yeah, well, I, I've got a second one. I've got a backup. It's fine. Um, so Kai Kamara plays for Montreal now. Yeah, yeah. Has he played for every team in the world at this point? I mean, at least in MLS. You would think so. Yeah. yeah. He's going to go on a tour where he just signs a one-day contract with the couple of teams that he hasn't played. Like, he's he's going to sign a one-day contract with Cincinnati and a one-day contract with Austin and a one-day contract with Charlotte and a one-day contract with St. Louis just so he can um, be the first Major League Soccer Ironman, but in a bad way. I guess so. I yeah, mean- I mean... I- I actually don't have the like real Kai Kamara animosity that I think some of our uh, our friends do. He is one of my probably dozen favorite crew players of all time. Fucking a, that's yeah, awesome. That's that's all I'm saying. No, that's <clears throat> great. Uh, so uh, we're gonna go LAFC Inter Miami next. Um, Inter gets a uh, well, LAFC scores a goal. Um, Breck Shea gets a red card for Inter, <laughs> uh, and then LAFC, LAFC scores another goal, and that's the game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, then we go beyond that. Um, Sounders beats the Galaxy uh, by a score of 3-2. to two. Uh, Galaxy come out early. Um, and um, Another nice goal by Chicharito, but that doesn't, that in a losing effort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, really the, you know, kind of the first half uh, plus three minutes were, were the majority of the goals in the game. Uh, Seattle scores a late one and wins. So, good for them. Okay. Houston Dynamo beat Vancouver. Yes. Which that is... I thought Houston was supposed to be shit this year. So did I. And apparently Vancouver is shit this year. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> they really are. I'm I mean, sorry. wasn't Vancouver one of the teams that Austin like beat the shit out of? Yeah, they beat, they scored five goals against them. Or I was think. it Vancouver? Or was it no? That was us. We we no we we, we scored four goals against them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. No, but I mean, Vancouver's bad this year. They really seem to be. Um, yeah. Uh, Chicago Fire uh, won away at DC United 2 0, mm-hmm. which is um, that could have ramifications because Chicago, if I remember correctly, are not supposed to be that good, and DC are actually supposed to be pretty good. Well, Chicago is in sixth place currently in um, the Eastern Conference, DC is in fourth. Um, you know, we may be going back to a a, a place. I mean, it's obviously three games in, but we may be going to a place where Chicago is somehow relevant again. It's very possible. I don't know. Um, we've got uh, Salt Lake beating New England three to two. Uh, Cincinnati wins in Orlando uh, hmm. by a score of two to one. Um, it's it's really tragic that their fan couldn't be there to see it. I know. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's. Fucking hilarious. Um, I I don't know if this is again like we talked about. Like, is Orlando good? Um, I don't think they are. <laughs> signs point to no. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. They have a one goal differential. They're kind of just a nothing burger team. It's just weird to see Cincinnati in tenth. Yeah. It's really weird, mm. and it makes me uncomfortable, and I need my safe space. I understand. Uh, Philadelphia beats San Jose by a score of 2 to nothing. Yeah, so it, early signs are saying that, that San Jose is not a good team. No. no. Yeah. Uh, Dallas beats Nashville, 2 to nothing. Yeah. Colorado beats Sporting, 2 to nothing. Okay. And uh, the last game that I uh, – well, last game on Saturday. Um, no, there are two more games on – no, no, Saturday. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Portland beats Austin one to nothing. Okay, so. this is the this is the question that we've had: is is Austin good or did they just play some shit teams? Right, and well, I mean, one they were away from home, and Portland are genuinely good. Mm. Yeah, so um, you know this. It's Portland's first win. Yeah, I mean, but they are a genuinely good team. Oh, they are. Yes, yeah. of course. Um, so, you know, I know that we don't want to turn this podcast into Austin Watch, but um, it seems like maybe Austin are possibly... Well, okay. This week notwithstanding, I think we can safely say that they are better than Cincinnati. Yeah, well, and so's the rest of the league. And Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. So's the rest of the league. There you go. Um, what I will say, and I will, I will put this in, this is my uh, secure lock... For the rest of the season, um, Austin isn't making the playoffs. Probably not. I don't, I don't think they yeah. are. I don't think they are. I think what they're going to do, um, I think what they're going to do is do exactly what Seattle did when they first started because I, I, I'm looking at the people in the front office, and if they don't do this, they're fucking stupid. Um is that Austin is going to put all of their eggs in the U.S. Open Cup basket so they can win a trophy. 
That's a tough thing to do, though. But, but yeah, Seattle did see. it. Yeah, Seattle did it. Seattle yeah. did it. And this is the whole thing, is that you have a lot of MLS teams that don't necessarily give a shit about the U.S. Open Cup. Like, like as far as it, it's cool if we win, but it doesn't matter. I think Austin is going to do that this year. Because That's... they want to prove um, to their fan base that their tickets are worth something. Because look at, look at Cincinnati right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not disagreeing with you in you terms. You can disagree. Well, with I mean, I don't, fine. I don't, I yeah. don't have enough info, and I haven't thought about this enough to actually, you know, have have any kind of. Co- this is my. This is just a hunch. I yeah, don't yeah. Obviously, well, I mean, it's know. it's 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 a perfectly valid hunch, and let's go with that then. And yeah. Um, so Austin doesn't have Siggy Schmidt. As their head coach. Yeah. No, I know. They have Josh Wolf. And nothing against Josh Wolf. No, nothing against him at all. He's not as good a coach as Siggy Schmidt was in 2009. Who the fuck is? <laughs> yeah, well, Pep Guardiola. Maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean I mean dude, Siggy Schmidt is one of the best coaches. Like like um and Siggy Schmidt understood what was going on. What I'm saying is is that you have a owner. That is is desperately begging for relevance in season two. Yeah, there was no open cup in season one. Yeah, there was no opportunity for them to ever win anything in season one, other than a handful of games. Yeah, and and uh, so I think it's a fairly safe argument to make that any decent MLS team. Uh, so I'm not talking about Nashville. I'm not I'm sorry, not Nashville. I'm not talking about Cincinnati. I'm not talking about Vancouver. I'm not talking about San Jose, probably. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But a decent team, a team like Columbus, a team like either of the LA teams, either mm-hmm. the New York teams, Philly, etc. Yeah, etc. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. If any of those teams took the Open Cup seriously, yeah, like really went all in on the Open Cup, they're guaranteed the quarterfinals. At worst. Yep. Just because the non-MLS teams are not good enough. Yeah. And most of the other MLS teams just don't give a shit. Yeah. So. What was the year? What was it? It was 2010 where we literally just kind of fucked around and made the final? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Was it, it was against Seattle. I can't. I can't it was, yeah, it was I don't remember. Nine or, Oh nine or ten, I can't remember which one. Um, it was no, it had to have been ten because I. It watched, wouldn't have been oh nine. I watched it at Hooligans, so it yeah. was ten. Um, but it it is. It, it's it's just one of those things. If they're not doing it, if Austin is not doing this, it's fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, it, it's it's they should be doing this. Um, but at the at the same time, you know they've got a, you know washed up. Hockey manager is their is their GM and mm-hmm. they've got a, a you know douchebag uh, fake oil tycoon boy as their owner. So whatevs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, um, I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, you know, there we go. We'll see. Bold strategy. Yeah. We'll see how it works see out for. Pays off. <laughs> Bold, I'm sorry, bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah, let's see how it works for him. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of around the league right now. Well, I just, we, I, wait, we missed Sunday. Oh, no. 
yeah, we did. Yeah, um, so Atlanta beat Charlotte two to one. Um, which boy, we that's expected. That's, yeah. a, that's a big old shock. Minnesota right there. beats Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, away too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have to tell you, looking watching these games. Oh, Will Trapp got a yellow card. Ooh, yeah. What are you doing, Will? Come on. Um, interesting. No. Um, what is he? He's playing de- defensive mid for uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't recognize any of the other Minnesota players, so there we go. Um, but Nico Hansen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um. So that's basically around the league with Matt and Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited, though, you know, talking about Open Cup um, for a second before we get a break. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for it to be back. Oh, yeah. It is super fun. It is uh, one of my favorite kind of, you know, mid-season diversions. Um, and... We'll see what happens. Do you think, okay, so we haven't heard anything about this. I know, obviously, Crew 2 is going to be playing at the old stadium. Where do you think we play Open Cup games? I had not thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what kind of shape um, um, the old Hunt Park, whatever. I mean, it's turf now. Yeah. So it's not okay. You know, it's, and it's, it's it's under that dome. It's under the dome. Yeah, the dome is still up as of. It's like uh, that Simpsons movie. <laughs> as of two o'clock this afternoon, the dome is still up because that's the last time I drove by the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'd prefer we play it at the new stadium, but you know, I I can see it being not literally, but mm-hmm. in terms of predicting it. Uh, for the early rounds, a coin flip. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't know that. Um, but I think that assuming we got into the quarters, the semis, whatever, um, then we play it at the new stadium. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. All right. Well, I, let's take a break. Where do you come back? We will preview the next match. We are the pros from Dover. Stick around. Okay. We are back. It is segment three of the Pros from Dover. We're going to get out of here after this one. Uh, I got a Sunday matinee feature for you this week uh, against uh, Red Bull. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's Red like Bull. It's what, 2 o'clock? It's Red Bull. It's a 2 o'clock game. Yeah. yeah. In in New York. Um, let's talk about this for a second. I, I like to call it the John Clem Derby. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> What does Darby have to do with this? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Red Bull actually in third place uh, in the yeah, league Yeah, right I mean, now. they got five points. Or in not the league, excuse me, in the East. Um, yeah, they got five points. We got seven. It's really packed right they now. They got six three points. Games. They got six points. Okay. Yeah, we got six points. Oh, okay. Two wins, one loss. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, goal differential is pretty much spot on. Like, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Um, but... Other than that, I don't really give a shit. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the game. I'll enjoy the game. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, what's interesting, because I was looking, you know, I was looking at, at different uh, stat leaders. Like, what's interesting to me is that um, the leading scorer in the league right now is Lucas Zellerion with four goals. Yeah. Um, and uh, Red Bull 
have no one um, who has scored more than one goal. Mm-hmm. What is interesting, though, is that um, Patrick Klamala leads the league. Uh, he, he plays for Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. He leads the league with three assists. Yeah. So um, that's just sort of an interesting variation on on the way that we our first few games have, have panned out. Yeah. Uh, that's really all I got. Yeah, no, I, it's it's not much. Um, it's early in the season. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't... It's weird to not really, like, give a shit about a game this early. But it's also kind of like, okay, we're going to play Red Bull. Yeah. I, th- I feel like we're going to beat them. I think we probably will. Um... And I'm not that worried about the game, and I'm also not that like jazzed about it either. Yeah. So that's my that's my official punditry on uh, segment three here. You know, we should we should have stronger opinions. We I should. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's our assignment for this week is to come up with stronger opinions. <laughs> and, 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 for and, next and, week, going into a bye week. <laughs> well, I have strong opinions about that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and specifically strong opinions about the Columbus crew and their upcoming matches. Yeah. Not just, like, I don't know, what kind of Random pop- people on the internet, or uh, the fact that uh, when I went upstairs, I uh, was talking about your potato chips, and they say crisp and tasty. They and were. I said, and I said, uh, well, here's here's the problem, is sometimes you get them where they say crisp or tasty, uh, and that's never good. No. Yeah, never good at all. But okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't have much on this one, quite honestly. I haven't watched enough uh, Red Bull yet this season to really formulate an opinion. And also, like, I kind of don't give a shit about the New York teams. Um, I don't really either. Yeah, it's weird because they. Well, I mean, you know, Metro used to be a thing, but yeah. Whatever, man. All right. Um, this was kind of a nothing burger of a third segment. Sorry. We'll do more Pokemon or J League next week. Um, actually, we're going to have a whole different one next week. Uh, depends on if I can figure out how to get the uh, call-ins to record. If it is, then it's going to be um, a really fun game that we both get to play. And if not, it's going to be uh, uh, nicknames for soccer stadiums or Fallout 4 locations. So, okay, because well, if this continues, then you're going to be doing a lot of Latin declensions in a future game. Hot. <laughs> All right, score <laughs> prediction. Uh, I'm going to go again with 2-1. to one. It yeah. served me well this past time. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be 3 nothing. Okay. Yeah, 3 nothing crew. All um, right. I, I don't... I, I understand that Red Bull's had a few good games, but I really don't care. Um, that's all we got. We have the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening, and we will do better next week. I don't I know. I suppose so. Something like that. Yep. Thanks for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com.
questions, comments, or thoughts, email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, nana, nana.